Welcome to the Empowering Parents Podcast. I'm your host, Kimball Lewis. Our website is empoweringparents.com, where you can sign up for our newsletter and find all of our parenting content, including the Total Transformation Program, which is the number one child behavior program of all time. The Total Transformation Program was developed by child behavior expert James Lehman and is a practical step-by-step guide that provides solutions to the most difficult child behavior problems. You can sign up and begin the program today at empoweringparents.com. Our email address is mail at empoweringparents.com. We'd love to hear from you. Welcome to this week's episode of the Empowering Parents Podcast. I'm your host, Kimball Lewis. I'm so glad you've joined me this week because this week's topic is, is very important. Recall that in last week's podcast, we talked about how to deal with a sassy or a mouthy child. And by sassy or mouthy, we mean backtalk that's annoying or somewhat disrespectful, but but doesn't rise to the level of, of what we would call verbal abuse. This week, though, we're going to talk about that issue of verbal abuse. And by verbal abuse, I mean abusive language that's a personal attack upon another person. It's meant to hurt the other person and make them feel small and afraid. It's threatening. Uh, verbal abuse often includes foul language and threats of violence designed to intimidate the other person. And make no mistake about it, there are kids out there, many kids out there, who use verbal abuse against their parents. So what I'm going to do is give you James Lehman's thoughts on why kids become verbally, abu- verbally abusive and how parents should respond to it. If you are dealing with a verbally abusive child, you often need a comprehensive approach to dealing with the problem, which is precisely why James Lehman created the Total Transformation Program. So without further ado, here's what James Lehman has to say about verbally abusive kids. Verbal abuse and intimidation by children and teens isn't just a phase that goes away. It doesn't just happen. It often has deep roots that begin early in a child's development, and it often begins as a way for kids to try to get power through controlling their parents. I'm going to show you how your child's abusive behavior may have evolved and what you can do about it. It should be noted that this discussion is about abusive children who cross a line when they start attacking people verbally, demeaning others, or threatening to harm themselves or someone else. The verbalization of threats, name-calling, and intimidation is common, and aggressive behavior usually begins at an early age. This discussion is not about typical kids who, as a normal part of development, get mouthy at times due to stress, chaos, or just adolescent changes. These kids can become testy in their answers to you, and their tone may be defiant or condescending, but the behavior does not cross the line into verbal abuse. So let's talk about verbal abuse. When you're standing in your kitchen and you're fighting back tears and rage as your son or daughter is calling you bitch and you don't have time to do much of anything but react. But when they've stormed out the door and up to their room, the question arises in your mind yet again. Why are they like this and why do they talk to me this way? Why do kids threaten and verbally abuse their parents? One reason is that these children feel powerless. In other words, they lash out in an attempt to gain more control. Another reason is they don't have the problem-solving skills necessary to deal with frustration and disappointment, and they don't know how to resolve conflicts appropriately. Children may fail to develop social problem-solving skills for various reasons, including diagnosed and undiagnosed learning abilities, family chaos, or just their individual temperament. Consequently, these kids often become overwhelmed and they get frustrated that they don't know how to solve social problems appropriately. 
to compensate for their lack of tools to deal with these uncomfortable feelings, they resort to name-calling, threats, and verbal abuse of those around them. Let's say you have a child who, for whatever reason, has poor problem-solving skills. They see the message of power in the media, their community, and their culture. They then learn how to use power in forms of threats and verbal abuse to replace their lack, their lack of problem-solving abilities. Instead of dealing with their emotions and overcoming whatever given obstacle is in their path, that child uses acting out behavior, aggressive behavior, and abusive behavior so that somebody else has to solve the child's problem for them. In effect, their bad behavior becomes a way to solve problems. This is a dangerous pattern for a child to develop. What parents don't always understand is that chronic defiance in children develops over time, and it can start early on. It develops as the child learns lessons from interactions with their parents. Yes, our kids are learning from us 24 hours a day and seven days a week, whether we realize it or not. Let's take the case of a child who is a fairly normal baby. They've achieved all the developmental milestones, were perhaps a little cranky at times, but generally behaved age appropriately. As they get a little older, they start having more problems. At about the age of five, they begin to balk at the idea of picking up after themselves, whether it's their dirty clothes going into the hamper or toys with which they've been playing. If they're told to clean things in their room, they go to the living room instead of complying. When asked to finish the task at hand, they say, I don't want to, which becomes their first battle cry. Their parents have to stand over them to get anything done. As they get older, they start to challenge and defy Their voice gets louder and their tone gets rougher. They get stuck in the loop of saying, I don't want to, I don't have to, I'll do it later. Why do I have to do it now? When pushed, they will do things grudgingly, but only when adults are watching them. And as soon as they leave the room, their compliance stops. Early in life, children have to learn to deal with the word no. They have to learn to deal with the feelings of frustration or anger triggered when they hear no. In a way, being told no is a social problem that they have to solve. Most children learn how to deal with no reasonably well. They learn to manage the feelings of anger and frustration of being told no. But when the children I'm talking about are told no, their behavior escalates until they have a tantrum. Some parents will respond to this behavior by lowering their expectations. They don't make their child pick up after themselves or they pick up their dirty clothes and toys themselves rather than dealing with their resistance and excuses. It's easier to do it themselves, they reason. For parents, this can seem like a good way to cut down on the fighting. After all, it only takes them 30 seconds to put the books away and pick up their child's laundry. In contrast, a fight can ruin the evening. By the way, it's common for parents to do this, and in many cases, the kids don't end up defiant. Abusive kids are different, though. Some kids have figured out their parents changed the rules and expectations out of fear of resistance and acting out. These kids learn to take advantage of that fear. For these kids, capitulation on the part of the parents becomes a lesson. And the lesson is, if I throw a tantrum and scream at my mother and father, I'm going to get my way. For these kids... What tends to happen is that they start throwing more tantrums, yelling more frequently, and using these inappropriate behaviors to solve their social problems. Their tantrums 
are a means to get their way. What tends to happen over time is that parents learn to read their child's signals. They see that the behavior is escalating and they try to do something about it before the tantrum begins. In other words, the parents begin to lessen their demands as the child gives them cues that they're losing control. That lowering of expectations usually occurs by over-negotiating, compromising, or giving in to their child's demands. In this way, these kids learn to shape the behavior of the adults around them. Let me be clear. When parents change their routine because their child throws a tantrum or verbally abuses them, they're teaching their child to have power over them through inappropriate behavior. It's a lesson the child learns quickly. During this back and forth process, parents and children are often learning to deal with one another. The parents in these situations learn that if they indulge the child, the child stops acting out. This is a relief for most parents because tantrums are stressful frustrating, and even embarrassing. Getting the current tantrum to end becomes their priority. The parents learn that if they do what their child wants, things will get easier, at least for the moment. Likewise, the child in these situations learns that if they act out or threaten to act out, their parents won't hold them accountable, and the child will get what they want. Over time, this back and forth trains parents to be increasingly tolerant of inappropriate behavior, and trains kids to use acting out to get whatever they want. Ultimately, the child ends up in charge. Of course, as the child gets older, tantrums take on a different look. Older kids know that lying on the floor and screaming and kicking their feet makes them look ridiculous, so the behavior evolves. At a certain age, they learn various forms of verbal abuse, including name-calling, putting down others, and threatening. But this behavior, learned by interacting with mom and dad, begins to cause problems outside the home. In particular, when these kids enter school, they often get in trouble with their teachers because the schools usually don't tolerate the behavior. And they have trouble getting along with other kids. This makes sense when you think about it. Take the sandbox, for example. The sandbox is a common sense place. If your child's in the sandbox with other kids and yelling at them and calling them names or threatening to hurt them, they won't play with your child anymore. That's all there is to it. Inappropriate behavior that works at home typically doesn't work in social situations outside the home. And if the other kids are forced to accommodate your child, once again, they will fail to develop appropriate social skills. The lesson that your child can get their way by verbally abusing others is thus reinforced. So the intimidation between that child and their parents and between that child and their peers can start pretty early. And when the intimidation is tolerated, the behavior is reinforced, and it gets worse over time. It's important to remember that there may be many reasons why a child is susceptible to being unable to handle life's difficulties. They may have ADHD, an undiagnosed learning disability, a chaotic family life, or just a personal tendency to be oppositional. In the end, though, I don't think it matters what started the issue. What matters is that the child begins to learn how to solve their problems appropriately. The truth is, teaching our children problem-solving skills is a core part of our job as parents. To that end, we should teach them the lesson that tantrums, screaming, yelling, name-calling, verbal abuse, and intimidation will not solve their problems in the real world. 
And the best way to teach kids this lesson is to ensure that these behaviors do not work in the home and to assure and to ensure that verbal abuse is never rewarded or indulged. Remember, verbally abusive adults usually started out as verbally abusive children. Before we wrap up today's podcast, I want to briefly share with you a little bit about James Lehman and that and then let you hear a message from James himself. I think one of the things that makes James Lehman and the Total Transformation Program concepts so unique is that James has a very personal understanding of defiant, out-of-control kids because he used to be one. He explains behavior problems from the inside out, and the techniques you'll learn from him in these podcasts and from the Total Transformation Program and on EmpoweringParents.com are the techniques that he used to turn his own life around. Here's James in his own words. I was a kid with behavior problems, about the worst behavior problems you can get. I grew up in New York City. My mother and father were alcoholics. When I was two years old, I was abandoned by my parents in a basement. They were unable to take care of me. I was found by a couple named the Lehmans. They went on to adopt me, and they really tried to make a wonderful home for me. Pretty early on, though, I developed oppositional defiant behaviors. Now, there was no such thing as special education back at that time, so the problems just got worse. Eventually, I drifted into a life of crime and drugs. I became an alcoholic and a heroin addict. I stole to feed my habit and I hated myself. The bottom line is I went to prison for my behavior. I ended up spending around seven years in various prisons and institutions. At one point, a judge sentenced me to participate in an accountability-based treatment program, and it literally saved my life. Going through that experience gave me the tools I needed to turn my behavior around completely. I was hired as a staff member in that program, and this is where my career as a therapist and counselor began. I went on to get my bachelor's degree and master's degree in social work, and I've worked for the last 30 years with children and adolescents with behavior problems. Now, I tell you this for one reason, and that's to show you that change is possible. If I can change, anyone can change. Thank you, James. Parents, if you like our content, please visit EmpoweringParents.com and sign up today for the Total Transformation Program. Total Transformation is the instruction manual for dealing with children and teenagers who are mouthy, disrespectful, or resistant to authority. In this step-by-step program, James and Janet Lehman show you how to change your child's behavior and take back control of your family with the exact techniques they used for over 30 years to get kids to behave appropriately. And when you sign up, add the parent coaching option and schedule your first coaching phone call today. Thank you for listening to the Empowering Parents podcast. Talk to you soon.